are back. And I'm back. What's up? BT is back. If you hear that voice, that is not Jeremy, who I podcast with last week because of the uh, missing Brenton, but he's back. I think he got off the plane about an hour ago and came straight here to drop this pod. So uh, all the listeners we lost, come, please come back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, after me and Jeremy talked all that weird shit. But um, no, nah, it was good. It was good. Jeremy filling in. and uh, But I was, like I was telling you, the message, it was... It was uh, Quite different not having you there and not having you to bounce off. Yeah, I think um, I think the sound quality was definitely better uh, coming out back out of Tall Tree again. But um, you yeah. reckon? Oh, it was it was solid. Yeah, I, I mean we're, we're getting a handle on it for a couple of rookies, but it was weird going from uh, direct mics to going back to the three sixty. Yeah, just because uh, I found it like especially in the headphones, I find it that it echoes so, like I feel like it echoes so much where these sounds so clear. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, but anyway, ventured out there, and Jeremy was pumped to have me again, and uh, and yeah, we were we were as weird as we usually are. He was wearing his robe again. Yep, yeah, classic, classic Jeremy. Couldn't stop talking about the size of his penis. I was like, yeah, it's kind of weird that there's just me and him there, and uh, yeah. he's kind of drunk all the time. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you were the main candidate bringing up the penis size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, um, before we get too far into it, we better uh, we better thank some sponsors. Um, with us from the beginning, uh, Overexertion Clothing. Uh, you can check them out, www.overexertionclothing.com and uh, Offroad Cartel. Um, check them out at offroadcartel.com.au. And thanks again, obviously, to Jeremy for filling in last week back at, back at Tall Tree. Yeah, and we're still working on O'Brien's, but we will get them. <laughs> we'll fucking get O'Brien's. One day. Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear my O'Brien fact last week? I looked it up, what it was made out of. Yeah. On the pod. It's, is it rice malt or something like that? No, it was, I can't even think of the two things it was made out of, but uh, I looked it up so I could talk about it yeah. and I butchered it when I talked about it. <laughs> I couldn't remember the actual facts, but. Cool story, bro. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, <laughs> o, yeah, overexertion's got some big things coming up and we've got some, some wheels in motion and. Uh, we know, we know a couple of people on the inside. That's right. And, uh, yeah, no yeah. one, no one else to thank, but that's, yeah. But also thanks to Jeremy for last week. hundred percent. Well, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's good to be back home. It, it was good to get away for a few days, but there's no place like home for sure. 10 days, including travel, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So we left Wednesday and then got back the, I left there the following Friday so, yeah. and got back in Sunday morning. Man, I got on the plane and I was like, this flight is gonna be fucked it was um so it was i flew with my mate luke who everyone's heard on the podcast um a few podcasts back um luke and i flew over and met um two other of our other mates over there josh and dan now um we got uh luke has a um well what it is it like priority check-in i suppose or like he's just like high priority because he flies a fair bit but um anyway so it's cool we got to bypass a few lines and then um on the flight over we got to sit right um at the front of like a uh, like behind business class so we had heaps of leg room it was sweet but um and it was just the two of us in a three-seater anyway so the flight home i um we got on the plane and it was i got the window seat on the way over so luke was going to have the window seat on the way back anyway i cruised down we find our while and there was just a, like this like classic flights dramas it was a big lady and like luke's not a small fella and then i'm you know well, Me, Luke, Luke's, well. Luke's pushing 100 kegs now and he, uh, he is, yeah. he's letting all the Brisbane slash Australia know about it. Yeah, I'm sure most people have heard about it. But um, yeah, so um, it was the two of us and this and this quite big lady. And I just went, man, this is going to be 14 hours of hell. But um, it, it panned out really well and the, the flight was quite low on, on uh, occupants. So we got to spread out and have three seats each. So I got some got some good sleep in. Yeah. Yeah. Where did the did the big lady move as well? Yeah, yeah, she moved across an aisle because the whole aisle was spare beside us, and then I just moved forward one. Was she pretty in the face though, or was she just? No, she was really nice, pump. Really nice. Yeah, that's good. Super excited that we all got three seats to ourselves. <laughs> Fucking over, because then yeah, lay down yeah. and sleep. Like I was pretty excited. Did you get any sleep sleepers for the pumped. way back? No, no, no. I meant to, but I did. I totally yeah. forgot about Cause it. Because the boys you're hanging out with would have had freaking fucking. Clips of them, you know, usually. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they said, "Oh, do you want some?" I think it was Advil PM or something. Yeah, like that, that. that that knocks you out. Yeah, and yeah. I was I just forgot to get it. Yeah. I, was, I, I had full intention, but we had to drive. So 
our trip we went from um so this is for the baja 1000 so for the guys that haven't listened to the last couple of podcasts you went yeah yeah we went over and, and did a bit of a tour for the baja 1000 which is probably the biggest off-road race there is really yeah but um so it was awesome we flew into lax and then a friend of ours jared he uh, we've we've i think we've almost talked him into running a tour company after this because we had such an awesome trip oh yeah so um uh, yeah just uh, a tour company doing baja adventures for for idiot australians so I think he'd make a killing. But um, yeah, so we got into LAX and then he picked us up at six o'clock in the morning. Uh, we'd left Brisbane at uh, 10.30, I think our flight was in the AM. So we'd done a 14 hour flight and neither of us really slept. So we got in at six o'clock, went straight to Jared's house, which is at Huntington Beach, and then loaded up the car and straight down to Mexico. And we ended up staying awake. I think it was about 38 hours straight or something silly like that. But um, yeah, hung around in Mexico, uh, checked out the start of the race and everything like that, and then went down to San Felipe, which is a, a town further down on the coast. I remember when I was over there, and one of the biggest things everyone told me to the one of the worst crossings into America uh, to Mexico is the Tijuana border. And which border did you go to? Yeah, we went through Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> it was all, like it was it was a cool experience. I'm really glad we had someone who knew what they were doing with us because I think I would have been wigging out of it. Yeah. If, if it was just four Aussies in the car trying to get across the border, but we got like our vehicle got x-rayed, like they pulled us out of the lineup and because of the cars we were in, like our big F trucks and what the one in front of us had big toolboxes and stuff. So they wanted to look through them. So they pulled us off and then put it, the cars through an x-ray machine and Jared, who we were with, he said, oh boys, when you get out of the car, make sure you've got all your belongings on you because you know, stuff just goes missing down here. So I'm like, oh, okay, so jumped out and did all that. But anyway, we made it through the border. But as soon as you get across, it was bumper to bumper traffic uh, on the Tijuana side and it was just people just in the traffic, like w Mexicans just walking around, banging on your windows, trying to get money. Panhandling. Yeah, 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 like just obviously homeless and stuff like that, but they're trying to get money, trying to, yeah, swind swindle all sorts of deals. But, um, you know, there was we saw one old mate that um, his arm, like his hand was completely broken. Like it was just massive swollen balloon and he was just asking for money and stuff. Like old ladies, kids, like heaps of kids, like, you know, like probably 12, 13 and they're just like trying to get money and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And they're looking, looking in the back of your car to see what they can grab. But, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was an awesome place. Like I really liked it. it I thought it'd be, because I've been to Thailand and stuff like that, I thought it'd be kind of dirty, but it was, it was not dirty at all. I didn't really think. Um, but yeah. I mean, there's obviously cleaner places, but yeah, I was surprised at how good it was. There you go, Mexico. Brenton gives you cleanliness. Two yeah. thumbs up. I give you BT tourism gives you five stars. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Psh, Brenton thinks we're clean. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. But we ended up going down into San Felipe, uh, staying there overnight, and then we headed out on the race cars and uh, race course. Sorry, and chased a few cars around, which was good. And then kind of napped in the car and came back. And then spent a few days in Huntington Beach and then spent two more days in uh, Parker, Arizona. So that was cool, man. It was like just good to see how different a place can change, like just in America, but like Arizona, so it's um, open carry for guns and stuff like that. Yeah. So we literally drove probably uh, maybe 200 meters from like a house lot. And just shot a heap of guns. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is crazy. And it was funny as, cause you could see all the Aussies. We were between two cars and like a line about two, three meters back from the guys that were firing guns and everyone else was just standing around. Yeah. We'll, po <laughs> we'll post that video on our Instagram of you shooting off the hip with that yeah. shorty. Yeah. 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 For sure. But yeah. um, oh, it was awesome. We, I had a really good time. What other guns did you shoot or did you just have the shotties? Not there? much. I sort of didn't get like it was funny they were a bit low on ammunition and bits and pieces but um i shot a 38 revolver yeah which was like the classic handbag gun yeah um it was actually a lady that owned it and um i shot that pump action um it was like a, what do they call it a tactical shotgun so it's basically for like kick a door down and blow, yeah. blow bloody drug dealers away or something like that yeah. but um and then i shot just um had to go at a couple of skeets with a shotgun so Oh, sweet. Yeah, that no, was good, man. Was good. Yeah, I saw you just doing the hand skate, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a machine. Yeah. But, um, How did Lukey go? Yeah, he did all right, uh, for sure. I think he shot a few more guns than I did. But, yeah, yeah, did he enjoy that Mexican food? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, down in Mexico, you just call it food. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, man. Cool. But no, yeah, it was an awesome time. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh, sweet. And uh, did you end up doing any actual touristy stuff, like the real touristy stuff? Yeah, like got I got to have a bit of a look around. Brenton calls me and he's like, oh, what do you reckon touristy? And of course, I'm sending him fucking directions on how to get to fucking Disneyland <laughs> and Universal Studios <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. No, we didn't do heaps, but um, we got down to Santa Monica Pier. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice. Um, that was, you know, a bit of an iconic place. Rode the roll co- roller coaster at Santa Monica. Oh, Bay. yeah. Yeah, that was fun. But, um, yeah, not too much, man. Um, oh, we did a bit of stuff. Like, we did a fair few um, race shop tours and stuff like that. So, yeah. it was basically the ultimate off-road holiday for anyone who likes to geek out on off-road shit. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. Good idea for that guy to actually start those tours. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's why we're into him, to get them going. Yeah. So. Hopefully it, uh, hopefully it takes off. Did you see any of their big fuck off seagulls that they got over there yeah. compared to ours? I can't believe how yeah. big they are. I was like, why does that dog have uh, wings and a beak? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fucking tiger. But um, yeah. we, were, we, were, we were having... It's a tiger. <laughs> They're like horses with wings. Yeah. <laughs> like those flying horses. But um, we are having a discussion on the pier. The actually. Pegasus. Yeah, yeah. We were having a discussion on the pier actually about how... Um, because Australian seagulls would fuck up these American ones, but we were having a discussion about how they would go about it. Yeah. And um, I reckon they'd probably, they'd send in the f- first few starters would just kamikaze one. Yeah. And then they'd probably like do like a group attack. And I think that would just break the spirit of the American seagulls. And, and you know, I think we'd, that'd be... Yeah. That'd have its back broken. I'd say probably, or even like the American seagulls would um would vote in a really bad leader, and then it would just go downhill <laughs> from there. Probably, probably, yeah, mm. yeah. And then we'd just swarm them. Yeah, yeah. But they're huge. I couldn't believe how big they are. They're yeah. like bloody eagles. Yeah. Even the pelicans. I was like, I'm pretty sure that pelican's bigger than an Aussie one. <laughs> And pelicans are huge. Yeah. Well, we're down at Venice Beach, bro. They're just juicing. Yeah. <laughs> at Muscle Beach, just yeah. like a bummer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think Venice, uh, yeah, Santa Monica Pier, I think when I went there, I ate at Bubba Gump. Is that on the pier yeah, yeah. to the right? Yeah, that I ate at Bubba Gump. That, yeah. like, that's a touristy thing to yeah. do. And then, yeah, we spent a bit of time down there. We went walking on where all the boys do their, on the swings, on the rings, and they're doing their, their bar brother stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you saw that out on the beach, yeah. 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 I can't believe how big the beaches are too. It, how I was saying oh. how long they are yeah. before the surf. Yeah. Yeah. So much beach. Like it's real deep. Yeah. Deep beach. Deep beach. Sand isn't as good as over here. I don't think. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was really surprised at it's just the sheer, you know, volume of sand. Like, and class, I, yeah, classic America, I, I, America, everything's so big. Yeah, that's right. And I looked at, uh, I was trying that, I could only find Chris, uh, Chris, what's his name? Um, for that at the comedy store. Oh yeah, that, Delia. Yeah, Chris Delia was the only real one that I thought that there was a chance you could get to, but that still it would have been sold out. But uh, it would yeah yeah still an hour and a half from where you were. Yeah yeah. We did get into um in Huntington. We got to go and watch a uh, it was Monday night football. Mm-hmm. I think when I spoke to you, that was good. We the place we went to so because we were in Mexico eating food from Mexico. Yeah. Um, we were kind of over Mexican food. And then we came back up and we were like, all right, we'll just go out tonight because the people we stayed with were awesome and they just, you know, they opened their house to us. And I, I think on, I was away for 10 days, I think, and three of them I actually slept in a bed. So the rest of the time was, and that was in hotel rooms. So the rest of the time I was on these people's couch. Yeah. And then, um, you know, so that was awesome. So we decided one night we'd give them a break. So we headed out to like Huntington, Maine like the main sort of town center and we sort of, you know, just thought, what, see what we could find. But, um, yeah, we went into a bar and we just cruised in, grabbed some beers and stuff and, um, we're sitting down and then we realized it was a Mexican joint. <laughs> yeah. we like, fuck, we can't escape it. So we ended up just having drinks there, but man, I'll, I'll post another video maybe, but, um, it, it, they, we did some shots over there and, um, there was tequila shots and it was like a glass of tequila oh, man. and they called it a shot. Like, Luke, that when he did it, he had to gulp it twice. Like it was like a yeah. two mouthful. But I, like, especially, um, over there, they're not drink. They don't, we shot it over yeah. here. It's just, it's, uh, it's one of our shot shots of choice yeah. over there. They'll just drink it on ice and stuff yeah. like that. Eh? It's just a normal, like yeah. if they're not, if they're not slamming it down, they'll just sip on it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Bunch of maddies. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. It doesn't go down like this. O'Brien's beer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Definitely no gluten in that. Yeah. Soothes the soul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh yeah so fucking whirlwind tour 
yeah. and then you're back straight straight here and then back at work. As yeah, well. straight back to work on Monday. Got in at six. Oh no, seven o'clock yeah. on uh, on Sunday morning, and then back to work Monday. So if you had a highlight of the trip, it was it. How was Thanksgiving? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Thanksgiving was sweet. We had um, it wasn't anything over the top, but we, it, the best thing I think was we had deep fried turkey. <laughs> Yeah. I was like America, but um, it was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, cool. It was cool, and we made um schmores. I I didn't even know what they were because I'd never seen sandlot keys before. Yeah, but you know the, those those biscuits with yeah. the marshmallow and stuff. Marshmallow yeah. Hershey's on a graham cracker. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was awesome. It was good. Yeah, just they, to do it's it. good, eh? Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. The marshmallow melts the chocolate, and yeah. she just smash them. Yeah, so good. Um. Yeah, the last time I had um, Thanksgiving over there was in Colorado Springs, and uh, obviously in Colorado Springs, it's uh, drinking and getting high as a kite because yeah. it's legal. But uh, that was with my auntie and my cousin, and so we made my auntie smoke some joints as well with us, and uh, she went, she fucking passed out pretty much straight away. <laughs> and then I went boot scooting at Cowboys, one of the bars downtown Colorado Springs. Oh, sweet! Oh man, boot scooting's a bit of a skill, and I, I couldn't pick it up. So with your with your World Cup. Standard feet. Well, I wasn't World Cup status then, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, but uh, obviously it's shit. Good good, good to be back for you to see your family, but shit, shit to get straight back into work. Yeah, yeah, it was a pain in the ass getting back into work. Wow. Got to, got to pay for it all. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't do much, man, while you were away. I just, uh, yeah, tried to hold down the fort with Jeremy. It, um, it don't know if it was a hit or miss. I think we had... 14 lessons before <laughs> yes before yesterday but um we both enjoyed doing it but um also what else uh, i saw our boy chris ryan a couple of times oh yeah what's he up to oh he's just Any do, classic stories? doing his thing oh i got a couple of classic stories <laughs> here. Classic he tried story. to drag me out to the normandy on uh sat sunday night oh yeah so we get i'm getting these messages all day from him and then the first message was like do you want to go down to the local river um for a swim and I was like, nah, fuck no, bro. I'm watching uh, UFC fight night in at uh, Melbourne was on on the weekend. Yeah. Um, and so that's the first message. No, I'm not coming. And then the second message was like, oh, I'm going to go watch the fight at the Jubilee. And I, I'm a big UFC fan. So I love sitting there and I love analyzing it and watching it. I said, mate, nah, I'll just keep watching it and I'll stream it on TV because I don't have Fox Sports. And then the next message was like, who's keen for the Normandy? And, uh, and then just fuck uh, off. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck, bro, are you kidding? And uh, and then we didn't hear anything. And then the next message was the next day and it said, And I'm hungover. <laughs> and and I'm in bed hungover. And I was like, Yeah, well that definitely was gonna happen. Then the message after that was uh yeah, I think I um got caught by a girl's friends because I was fingering a girl at one of the tables in front of everybody <laughs> up her pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I thought you were going to say, and I've got a rash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got a rash on my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's always good for a story, man. For sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, and then, and then, yeah, not much, not much else happened after that. So um, I think there was some good fights on, mate, you tell me. Yeah, real good fights. So the f- fight night in Melbourne, remember the main card was meant to be Rockhold v, uh, was it Rockhold v Jacare? Yeah, I think, I think so. that's what it was meant to be. That yep. folded because Rockhold got injured. Yep. Um, also, yeah. And so the, uh, the main, the main event actually changed to a local boy. So we got, um, the main event changed to Whitaker and Brunson. Yeah. Um, I watched the whole card from, from even the early prelims, the Fox, the, uh, uh, fight UFC fight pass prelims all up into the main event. And, um, and, but just going through the main card, man, there, and there was a lot of, obviously a lot of Aussies on this card, but Whitaker came into that underdog. He's ranked number seven in the middleweight division Mm -hmm. and, um, Brunson was ranked number eight, but he was big underdog because Brunson, uh, I think is, is kind of on a roll, but he'd had a few less fights and Whitaker came out weathered the storm which was always going to happen and then knocked out Brunson with uh, I think 50 seconds to go in the first round oh wow so yeah big really big win for Whitaker I think it that puts him did he get rocked real bad he got rocked they reckon they were saying he got rocked I what I was seeing is that he got punched and he was like oh I felt that yeah 
he was backpedaling and then just rolling with the punches. That's yeah. what I reckon he was just, he wasn't, it wasn't like he was surviving, he was recovering, yeah. but I think he knew still what was going on. And uh, he got, yeah, got rocked and then he was rolling with the punches, being smart about it and just knew, yeah, I'll weather this storm. And then once he got, once he rocked Brunson, you could tell Brunson was pretty fatigued for going for yeah. that knockout and then just got the win. And uh, Whitaker, if you've, if you've watched, if you've watched any of his fights, he's very explosive. He, he does, he's a, he is a finisher. He doesn't like going to decision and that's, yeah, that's another, that's uh his fourth, fourth or fifth win since moving to middleweight from, um, from Welter. Yeah. And, uh, and since that move, he's, he's now, that will put him, that might put him in the top five. Yeah. One more win. He's got a fucking title shot. The one thing though, is I think the difference, there is a gap between that top five and then the rest of them. Yeah. You know, when you talk, when, uh, you, you talk about even Weidman, Rockhold, you got Bisping, you got, yeah. um, uh, the guy fought uh, Romero, uh, Yoel Romero to fight Bisping. Yep. So, but but still, man, Robert Whitaker for Australia holding holding that flag for us, even though he's New Zealand born, but yeah. he uh, reps Australia and and then some of the other fights, mate. You had um, there's heaps of talk about that Jake Matthews kid. He's yep. 22, one of the fifth youngest in the UFC. Yeah. He didn't perform, gassed out. Oh, really? The American, the 30 year old American Holbrook got the win. And it was decision, but you could just tell Jake Matthews just gassed, just gassed and couldn't do his thing. I think he, he likes to finish early yeah. and I, and I, maybe the hype and being a home crowd got to him, but he'd been killing it. But yeah, I think he just didn't rise to the occasion on that. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Kyle Noak, I don't know how many fights he's away from hanging him up, but he, he just, oh, really? he just got picked apart, wow. picked apart by, um, Archimedes for, um, for f- three rounds because i saw has hasn't he been training a little bit at um cowboys ranch yeah he he fights he trains at cowboys ranch because he trains out of um he trains out of uh american top team yeah um and and so yeah so he trains out there and at both so he's yeah he's out of albuquerque so he actually it, it fights out of albuquerque in way of uh Australia, yep. but he's an old integrated boy. Yeah, yeah. No, so integrated um, MMA. There's an MMA gym in Brisbane called um, Integrated MMA. They had three boys in that. Like, yeah. Awesome. yeah. So um, then uh, this uh, Volkanovski is uh, this this uh, Sydney boy. He got a big big win against um, Kaysuya, and uh, that was that was pretty dominant. And he was, uh, he, I think, he's fighting. He was fighting at uh, middleweight. Yeah, right. He's a small middleweight, yeah. and then. Uh, uh, no, uh, sorry, welterweight. So he's got to go. He wants to go down divisions, and but it was a good, impressive win. Another Aussie boy get the win, and then um, the the best fight of the night, which I thought was the coolest because it was for, again it was a round round one knockout. I'm pretty sure um, was this uh, uh, guy fighting out of New South Wales, Pedro. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he looks like he's got kiwi or something in him, and um, he beat Roundtree, who was one of the winners of. Uh, or one of winners or finalists of one of the ultimate fighters. Yeah. Big underdog got brought into it late, got his opportunity, knocked him out, knocked, uh, awesome. yeah, knocked Roundtree out. And, 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 and in that, that's in that light heavyweight division, yeah. in that light heavyweight weight division, man, you put your hand up. I don't think it's very deep. No. So you put your hand up, you put some wins together and this guy, yeah. And he yeah, was awesome. good. He was good on the mic. He was so humble. And then, yeah. And then just going through the bottom cards, man, you had, uh, Damien Brown. Do you reckon they'll call him the lumberjack now after, after he dropped the old big round tree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Classic but, uh, Chad joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, and in the, in the undercards and prelims, um, you had Damien Brown who also fights. Beat down, beat down Brown. Yeah, beat down Brown, who it was split decision, could have gone either way, but he got the win. He also fights out of MM, um, integrated. We, we used to throw the old barbell around with old beat down Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't. I was away at that time. I was Dan, overseas. Yeah, well, I yeah. did. Down at Mitchie. Yeah, sponsored by Gen Faster. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, fucking, yeah, a good fight night, man. And especially for uh, Whitaker, he's going to, he's got uh, a lot of things, a few options now, I think. Yeah. But um, looking at this Sunday, all I want to talk about is uh, Brendan O'Reilly, the Badger. The Badger. our boys sponsored by Overexertion Clothing. Um, is He's fighting this Sunday, 4th of December. Um, he's versing Don Hyun Kim. And, um, this is the 
for the for, he's actually fighting first of the night so he's the first fight of the ultimate fighters champion finale and um that's bat, that's dead back at lightweight for him yep. he's fucking me and you saw him sparring the other day yeah. he's looking fit Looks he, better, better than he has for a long time yeah oh he's just he's fucking cut cut as a snake yeah and um and yeah so he's got his festival body on point yeah that's right he's been over there now he's at over there now training up like getting uh ready for this this sunday um yeah. i think he went flew over last weekend and um yeah so get behind him he's at, at a relentless underscore badger underscore ufc yeah and and yeah we're hoping the win because he's coming off two losses yep. but uh i think the the way he's looking is his headspace he's gonna absolutely yeah, kill 100%. it 100 everything that i've seen um before he left he's really put 110 percent into it so coming home with nothing but the w yeah that's right fucking reebok i wish he could wear rep some of us shit in there yeah that's right yeah but um nah it'd be good he come home with the win and then fucking win. yeah all, all the best, mate. If you if you hear this before you, yeah, just make sure you listen to this for motivation. That's um, right. What else? Just got to keep Vegas. Vegas, Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> fighting in Vegas. Yeah, fighting in Vegas, winning fights, doing cocaine, and fucking prostitutes. That's right. No, he's got a missus now, bro. Oh, yeah, that's no, right. None of that prostitute. Yeah, he gave her a shout out last time he was on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we should get Badger back on when he <laughs> yeah. comes back. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have the winning Brendan O'Reilly back on when he's when he's back. Yeah. Oh, man, I've seen or, his... or you can skim through our older podcasts and have a look at it. <laughs> but I've seen his people put up a, a few funny videos again. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, check out his Instagram. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah man. Uh, I, was, uh, I, was working, I was working last week at uh, this place in, near the city. And I walk into it and uh, I was doing the gas for him. And I was kind of like, what the fuck is this place? It, it seemed real weird. It had all these weird photos of just like um kind of like oil paintings of people up on the walls and stuff like that and i go to the receptionist i'm like what is this place and she goes oh i'd say it's uh, i told you i'd have to kill you yeah and i was like oh so you want to give me a head job under that desk over there and so then yes so i took down my pants and i walked around (laughs) and um but anyway she was like oh this is a scientology church and I was like, really? Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Where was this at? Um, just in, near the city. Southside? Um, oh, kind of. It'd have not, to be the Southside, mate. All the weird shit happens over there. Yeah. No, Northside. Oh. It's, yeah, it's like, it's kind of Spring Hill way. Mm. So yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I, I don't, I didn't know much about Scientology and she's just like, yeah, it's Church of Scientology and, and it was just uh, a religion and I, that's all I wanted to know about it. I was like, yeah, sweet. Let me do my Stop work. Stop talking to me. Yeah. And then so to last night I watched this doco called Going Clear Yeah. and I got, I, I heard of this doco from um, a mate. And I've heard it talk about on a couple of podcasts. But Is it about clear eyes when you smoke too much weed? And you gotta- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I smoke some weed, put some clear eyes in and then watch <laughs> Going Clear. But uh, it, uh, Going Clear and I watched it and it was so weird and they're religious. I wouldn't even call it religious. The, the reason I believe they're a religion is so they can be tax exempt, exempt. And that's the only thing. But it is so insane I didn't want to watch it at night by myself because I was scared of the of their <laughs> but but if I were to try to put it into a short thing that it it's it's they they get you in by saying it's self help it's uh it's the way to make yourself a better person and then you can climb through the rankings it's an it's an absolute cult and their belief system once you get to the top then you can then look at um L. Ron Hubbard's, who's the creator of it, yep. who's a science fiction writer, who's wrote, written more science fiction books in history than anyone else, and they're all shit ass. So he's, he's a credible source. Yeah, credit. Yeah, he 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 was he was dishonorably discharged from the navy, and then so he started this Scientology, and um, and the the in in a nutshell, once you get to the top, you find out what you, the beliefs and where they believe we actually came from and stuff like that. But um, all these transcripts are written in um, just like scribble on paper, and they're in a locked briefcase. And some of the people in the in the doco gets they get to the very top, 
and they find they read these transcripts and they're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, yeah. I've dedicated my life, and this is what they fucking believe." So it's it's that are they, are they readable? Like, can you decipher this? Yeah, yeah, it's it? it's English, oh, okay. but it's what he's written. Mm. Um, it's probably just pages out from one of the novels that didn't get published or yeah. something like that. But it's a, that seventy five million years ago, the leader of a space confederation, Xenu. Um, killed billions of aliens on earth and brainwashed their souls the human body is only a vessel that um, thousands of those brainwashed a alien souls now called thedans so our soul yeah, are called thedans right and so um, those souls are what we preserve as religion and just about everything else that we hear act or believe Nobody really dies because everyone is a thetan. So when you die, so our, our body's just a vessel and then our thetan leaves. Um, uh, and, and people that don't believe in this stuff are called SP or suppressive, a suppressive person. And a suppressive person is people that they totally, like if you just say if I was in Scientology and I, they knew I was hanging out with you and you weren't a part of it, they would do anything to get you away from me. Like brainwash me so bad that I'd be like, oh, Brenton, you're an SP. I can't hang around you anymore. <laughs> and then... Um, Shit person. Yeah, that's right. And But the thing is, the way that our bodies got to Earth is from other planets. Um, and this is what I remember from the doco. So I'd, I'd probably... I'd, 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 other person could explain it better. Scientologists could explain it better. But they they fr froze the, the bodies of bad aliens... And then they dumped them. This is 75 million years ago. When if uh, 75 million years ago, I don't think volcanoes were really a thing. But um, <laughs> but 75, like on the earth, they probably weren't, you know. Um, but 75 million years ago, then the, the, um, the spaceships like the Xenu, they came down, dropped the bodies into the volcanoes, which then melted the frozen bodies. Then those bodies came out of the volcanoes watch watch all these videos get brainwashed and then they and then oh, so they watch videos yeah they watch like screen videos oh, you, but, like, like your 60 inch upstairs yeah because, because what happens is is that time 75 million years ago was a lot like the 1950s oh. so they drove the same kind of cars as we did in the 1950s dressed the same as the 1950s yeah and then so what it had is, big porn bushes and yeah. stuff like that so what it is is we're all just down here and our thetons are down here until they're going to take us away back to the, the perfect land. Oh. So earth was used kind of like a prison. Yeah. And that's their belief. Pretty, pretty believable. Pretty science yeah. fiction based. So I don't think I slept much last night because I couldn't <laughs> believe. And the biggest one. The Thetans. <laughs> yeah, the biggest one. And what happens is when you're born and the baby comes out, the Thetans jump into your vessel. Like yeah. your little baby body. Yeah. Oh, bloody Thetans, eh? Yeah, Thetans, man. But uh, yeah, it's just fucking crazy. And Tom Cruise, he's a nut job in this. You see him, it's uh, it's unbelievable. They salute each other because it's like Navy. Like yeah. they're, um, they salute each other. They, they're just all insane people. It's kind of an insult to the Defence Forces. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, and, and because they're tax exempt, they are. They, they, they can get donations. They don't pay their, their Scientology. They've looked through their papers and their, their money and their billions. You're talking billions of dollars. They buy all this real estate all around the world. And that's where they have their Scientology churches and their celebrity Scientology churches. Yeah. And that's the thing. So many celebrities get on board with yeah. so much money. Yeah. Cause they're all a bit messed up in the mind. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like, it comes from people just wanting a, a group or something yeah. to relate to people then, always want to be a part of something yeah. Yeah. and then they totally get brainwashed and and yeah unbelievable but that it shows that that l ron hubbard was just totally insane and it was like what he was creating was trying to figure out his own insanity and then he just put it into transcripts and then and then put this out into the world yeah yeah that's insane so but, how, how long ago did he die do you know oh uh, no i think I think it was... Because it's all pretty recent. Yeah, I think it was 90... I, he died in 96. He died a year... Yeah, a year before we were born. Yeah, so that's how I remembered it. But he died... 86. 86, yeah. And they said the way that they did it is they had this humongous celebration and the, the leader of the Scientology now came out and was like, um, L. Ron Hubbard is now 
um, he has chosen to pursue more research and he, he, his vessel that he was using isn't good to him anymore. So now he's gone and he will let us know what his research is um, as a theton in, in another place. Mm. But yeah, he's dis- discarded his, uh, his vessel because it's no good to him anymore. So did he kill himself or is he just died of natural causes? No, I'm not sure. But they said that they said that at one stage he was asking one of the Scientologists to, to organize a way that he can, they call it auditing and you hold your hands on two like cans that are hooked up to electrical waves. And that's what, and, and it's to a meter electrical meter. And that's what shows you how many bad thoughts and things that are holding you back in your body. Uh-huh. And so you got to, if that's why it's called going clear, you got to make your body clear before you can move on to the next stage. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's fucking and ridiculous. he wanted, he needed a real high powered one of this so he could make himself clear because he's having all these thoughts. But some of his writing and transcripts were like, he was a, he was a compulsive masturbator and they're like, it's, he used to write out heaps. You were not weird because you masturbate 35 times a day. It's normal to masturbate 35 times a day. Was there any skin left on it? Yeah, I know. But like, I was thinking, am I weird? I won't masturbate 49 times yeah. a day, but... Well, I'd trump you both and do 50. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, shit like that. But like, supposedly he's, he was like abusive to his wives. He used to beat his wives and shit like that. Just a total loser. Just an all-around great guy. Yeah. But anyway, that's that, that's enough Scientology yeah. talk. But really, yeah, really watch good. that. Watch Going Clear. And then this other one i got to watch is called um, My Scientology Movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, and uh, that that that's more a bit a bit more recent. I think Going Clear was made in two thousand fourteen, but this other one's a bit more recent. Yeah, really got deep on the religion stuff. That's man. right. It's it's a bit tiny, bit less believable than like uh, Christianity and stuff like that. <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Yeah, sounds like a big bit. Yeah, man. Oh, oh fuck! Classic. <coughs> In in fine form, health, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, I've been sick of it lately, but it's all those yeah, bloody forty times masturbating, mate. Yeah, to you. fucking rubbing it off now that I got um way better laptop. Yeah, runs that immune system low. <laughs> yeah, animal fat. Oh, did you hear my? I did ra- racing news while you were away. I did hear some of it. I did. I, I couldn't really decipher what the hell it was, but no, it was good. <laughs> I think I got every person's name wrong. Yeah. It was uh, some of your pronunciation was a little off, but it was yeah. it was good. It was the thought that counts, mate. Yeah. Um. So obviously my off road will just be uh, a brief coverage of the Baja One Thousand because I was there. Yeah. Yep. I was over there. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> so uh, a, a, a mad dog called Rob McGack, Rob McCachran and Jason Voss won it this year. That's what I said. Yeah. You did. Didn't, oh, you've already run through this, haven't you? Yeah, I ran through the winners, yeah. Okay. But that's all I did is yeah. I, I run through the winners. Yeah. And then it was... Because uh, after that, I was about to kill myself. So. Carlos <laughs> Lopez, he was second. Then Troy Herbst, Tavo Vildasola. And then uh, the greatest, all-time greatest, Mark Post. He ran it out top five. So Mark Post was like a big childhood hero for me. We got a photo with him while we were over there. Saw the, saw the number three Riviera racing truck. Got yeah. a photo with it, yeah. Oh, cool. that's what that photo was. Yeah, yeah I get you. I geek out on that shit, but a little bit. But um, yeah, no, it was awesome race. Um, um, there was sadly there was a um a live loss this this year, so there was a, a pretty bad head-on accident on a on a speed limited stage. Uh, right before a, the cars had to make a pit because it's a thousand mile race, they have to make you know numerous pit stops for fuel and tires and stuff like that. And anyway, they had a, a head on um and yeah, the fellow died in hospital a few days later, so that was no good. Um, Fuck. It's surprising like you think about, you know, you're like, "Oh, death in racing, but I can't believe it's only one." Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's a crazy place, man, and crazy race like a thousand miles is ridiculous. Like we um we were at race mile 590 um and we got there at about, oh, it must have been like 10 o'clock in the morning or something like that. We didn't see a motorbike. So the, they have motorbikes, they let them go, and then they wait four hours, and then they let the race trucks go. So um, we didn't see a mo- It took a motorbike 12 hours to get to us, and we were at race mile 590. So, you know, just over halfway through the course, and it took a motorbike 12 hours to get to us. Fuck. Insane. And then it was about the same sort of time length for the first truck. But um, I should, I'll post a video on that. I'll... Um, on our page too, I had a few out on the track, so 
That was cool, man. And pitch black at night. I think we didn't see a trophy truck till 11.30 at night. And you could just hear it coming. Like it was just, you know, up on the gas. And then um, then you see the big glow of lights and then they'd shoot past us. But um, that was cool. Being out in the middle of the desert, freezing our dicks off. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was good fun. Well, you, you, you said you were wearing compressions underneath. Yeah, yeah. I, ha- I had the overexertion <laughs> compression gear underneath. And I don't think it, uh, it definitely doesn't have the same effect as thermals. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more of a summer, uh, Australian summer <laughs> yeah. compression. I think or... it was actually keeping me cooler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, it was good, man. But um, oh, well, that sort of skips my off news. But uh, the greatest, oh, sorry, it doesn't. Well, um, the greatest Australian ever was over there, Mr. Toby Price. Oh, I and, thought um, it was going to be Stephen Bradbury. I would have been spewing <laughs> that I miss that shit. You, you can fuck right off with your Stephen Bradbury stuff. But um, Toby was over there, so he was teamed up with a fellow called Jesse Jones. Now, unfortunately, they didn't finish. They had some issues with the truck. Um, it was um, it was a brand new car that was a uh, a four wheel drive trophy truck. So there's only ever been a few of those built, and they just had a few uh, drive line errors with that, and um, and then it finally broke our steering servo. So that flew apart, which rendered their race, yeah, dead. So, can't drive it with no steering. So can't um, win everything, Toby, mate. That's right, mate. So I think um, I I had a brief chat to him at the airport because he's such a awesome Australian, and um, he was saying he's going over to Morocco now. Um, that's the next big event for him. So, yeah, if you're not already following him, you need to be following him. I'll be one of his thousands. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, and get on that follow Toby Price Racing. So, yeah, he's an awesome Aussie out there doing doing good stuff for yeah. us. He's like, he was like, I don't need this part of the brain that's consequences and just threw it out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then just put fucking ad- adrenaline hit in there. Yeah. Just go, I'm just going to be a mad dog. Yeah. Me? Fuck, I bet she's got a dick on him too. <laughs> yeah, to make it weird, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> we, um, yeah, you probably fucking were over there thinking, I don't know that much about animals. I was. And my animal, my knowledge of animals is really feel, feel dumb at the moment because yeah, yeah I haven't got a hit and yeah. the, well, I've got a hit for you. Hit me. Did you hear last week's? I did. What was it? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> oh, eagles. That's like, right. Yeah, hawks, yeah, or yeah. something. Fastest. So anyway, so I was going to go. I think you mispronounced the hawk name too, wasn't it? I did the first time. Yeah, Peregrine Falcon. Peregrine, yeah. 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 You're like, Perigin. Yeah. <laughs> Perigian. Peri- pe- yeah. <laughs> Perverted falcon. Yeah, penis falcon. But, <laughs> it's um, a dick bird, boy. But anyway, so what do you what do you think, Brento, the uh the most uh poisonous animal in the world is? Daddy long legged spider. No. Yeah. That that's been bust, that's been busted on with busters as well. No, nah, so not they, even. So they with the daddy long legs, they say they're they're um pincers are too small to bite us yeah but they they got it so they did bite them and and it's not what it is is to a human it's not but to other smaller insects yeah it does kill them mm. but they they the potency of their venom is definitely not anything to do with us it gives us maybe a little tiny rash where they bit us i'm let down yeah it is a let down but um, yeah, no. So the mo- well, pick me back up. The What's most venomous way? after doing a, my immense research that I always do. Yep. And um. So the first page you Google. Yeah. No. No. Um, like I said, it's always. Uh, That's right. Sorry. It's your stack of leather bound books. Yeah, leather bound books smell like rich mahogany. <laughs> but um, they are. Most of them are in Australia, because we're such hard cunts down here that we yep. just you know fucking type in whack it away while we're working yeah. but uh it is like um have you seen that aussie man reviews with the old fella who kicks a brown snake <laughs> oh man it's the best <laughs> will we post it <laughs> we will we're gonna post it we'll put a link we'll post a whole but it is the uh box jellyfish ah yeah really yeah so the box jellyfish is the most venomous the so little I'm, ones what's that those little ones no well the box jellyfish they've got a <laughs> they've got a small head but the thing about the box jellyfish is their tentacles they reach out so much further away from the act the actual if you could call it like their torso mm. so they they are so widespread that you could get stung by it. you don't even see it because it's so far away that's the same as also the irukandji um 
But because the, the Urukandji's worse, isn't it? Yeah, but they they say that the the box jellyfish is their their potency of their venom and the the amount that they can actually get that venom into you is uh is the highest. Um, so yeah, right. Yeah, it gets the it gets the top prize. I would have thought a snake would fuck you up way more. Yeah, yeah, but you'd be wrong, and I'm the animal export, not you. Okay. And um, it 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 has at least five thousand five hundred sixty seven recorded deaths since nineteen fifty four. Shit, son. Yeah. That's probably not too bad. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's not that bad. It's it's uh the toxins in it they attack the heart, the nervous system, and the skin cells. And the the worst part of the box jellyfish is the venom is so overpoweringly painful that human victims go straight into shock. Um, so if you know if you're swimming around, you go straight in, straight into shock out in the ocean. You dr- you drown or die of heart failure. Yeah. So it sounds like a pretty and also the pain. People who have survived box jellyfish, um, they say that just say if you get bitten in the arm, they're just like cut my fucking arm off. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and and yeah. So yeah. So, so the survivors actually experience the pain weeks after the contact with the box jellyfish. Yeah. So you have you have no you, you have no virtual chance of actually surviving the sting unless you get um, a treatment uh, uh, to be applied thirty sec thirty seconds after the the sting. So you got to start treatment after that. And what happens if you don't? Well, then you you're on a down spiral spiral down to uh, getting taken back your feet on going straight up into <laughs> uh, into Xenu. So Zenu comes down, takes your feet on, yeah. and you're gonna have to arm wrestle Tom Cruise, and you know what he's like? He'll go straight for the dick bar. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, John Travolta will, and he's a fucking Scientologist. Yeah, he'll get fucking massages, give you a massage, and start giving you that happy ending straight yeah. up. He'll boogie on your night. Yep, but um, that's why when we go up and we we snorkel and shit, we're wearing those stinger yeah. suits up at the Whit Sundays. Yeah, yeah, just. Uh, Holidaying at the Whit Sundays as yeah, we do. Back when we were footloose and free. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So for Fox Fox Jellyfish. Yeah. Taking the number one spot. Thirty seconds. So if, if I'm gonna die if I don't get a yeah. After after seconds. the sting, vinegar should be applied within thirty seconds, and then obviously get get your tr- to to hopefully that your body doesn't go into shock and then get your treatment. They say getting stung anywhere. Just say if you get stung on a limb. You have a lot more chances of surviving. You get stung on the torso. Yeah. You can kiss your feet on goodbye. Fuck. Yeah. I'll be clutching at my feet on trying to hang on. Yeah. But um, yeah, and uh, and also yeah, like you said, irukandji. I think yeah, irukandji is more rare to get stung by. Um, but they're just as they're pretty much invisible jellyfish. Yeah. I remember once I was out surfing, I got stung by just a normal jellyfish. I didn't know it. I got it wrapped around my arm, and I thought it was a blue bottle. And you know, have you been stung by a blue bottle? Yeah. They sting, but it doesn't last too long. You know, it's a fucking hurts. But this, this, I got stung by this jellyfish and it took, I got to the beach and I felt something and I was like, oh, okay. About an hour later, I was laying on the ground with like not wanting to move, crying, actually crying and just laying on my arm, trying to cut off the circulation to it. Wow. And it took about, I'd say I was there for two and a half hours like on the ground crying and then not well, just weeping out of my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then I got into a hot bath to try to do something. And then about three hours later, I actually fell asleep. And then about three hours later, the, the pain just started subsiding and that wasn't even a, a bad jellyfish. Yeah. So it's funny when you get in heaps of pain, Hey, and it's so exhausting. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause it's like you tense up the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Classic. Jellyfish or a motherfucker. I'll get you. Imagine if those jellyfish went to um, gigantism. Oh, man. Imagine if they were just floating around in those waters out there. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, man. Like ship, like yacht-sized gigantism. (laughs) Yeah. Gigantic jellyfish. So did you get circumcised in the States? Nah. (laughs) Good. Just, just kept my helmet. You're not old. En- you're not old enough yet. You got to be. <laughs> I was thinking about it for my fiftieth. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Classic, mate. That's Good all time. I've got for us. Yeah, I can't think. Uh, there was lots happened on the trip, but yeah, I'm a bit of a blur at the moment. Yeah, you'll recover. You'll finish. You'll you'll think of it before the next things. But we got some. My mind's still in Mexico. Yeah, we don't want to do. We don't want to <laughs> give away anything. But we're hopefully getting some good guests on in the next few few months. So. 
definitely stay tuned. Stay tuned, bitches. We, yeah, we've got some big things. You've seen, hopefully seen our new logo that we got done for yeah. our Instagram and our SoundCloud. We'd love a bit of feedback. You're all a bit quiet. Yeah. Give it feedback. I, I know Lindsay Jordan's listening to this. I know my boy Scotty Blanche is listening to this and uh, always us, Sam Osband. Yeah. Aussie. Aussie. We'll have to give him a call soon and big fat Phil Schachter. Yeah, and that rounds out our four listeners. So yeah. thanks very much, everybody. <laughs> yeah, and fuck you off it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, still got no biltong, mate. Yeah. Still oh, he talked to me. Oh, he talked to me about the biltong. No, he didn't. He, yeah, he was like, oh, you know, we'll get you some biltong, but you guys got to send over some overexertion gear. I was like, fuck, bro. Like, how you're, we, I gave him overexertion gear that he paid just cost price for and we didn't get that biltong that he promised and then he says oh we'll get i'll give you get you some biltong but can you go around to shops and try to sell it for me and, and all, all our listeners have heard him promise biltong because he did it right there on that couch yeah and uh and last time we had him on the podcast yeah that's right nothing but hot air he's always yeah always scheming i remember that scheme that he got me into when he was like, oh, so Freedy, um, if, you, if you're short on cash, uh, I can, uh, there's this guy over in the UK. This is when we are in the States. I was in Connecticut. And he's like- de 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 Desperate for money. Yeah, desperate. There's a guy that will pay 500 pounds and all you got to do, I was like, 500 pounds, that sounds sweet. He goes, yeah, all you got to do is um, he is on your webcam and you masturbate in front of him and he really digs tattoos and stuff. So he'll pay you 500 pounds. And I was like, fuck- I thought about it for five seconds yeah. and I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. Cause he said that, uh, what, what he, he has the volume on and he's going and he's telling you, oh yeah, yeah. Touch it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got to touch yeah, it. That's weird. Yeah. That is weird. I don't know if Offerdale's done or not. Or he's talking from someone else's experience, mm -hmm. but, um, also, but to make a real cheap money, all you got to do is masturbate into a sock oh, yeah. and then send that sock that you blew into to the guy and he'll pay you 20 pounds. Yeah. 20 pounds is still not, not yeah, that much. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you can't even buy, I mean, what's that only get you like new, two new pairs of socks or something? Yeah, I know. What, yeah. Are, you, what are you going to do? It doesn't even get you, it'll get you about like a, a tenth of a Brazos subscription for yeah, the year. Not even. That all my mates call me and ask for the password. Yeah. And Carmilla Bing doesn't even do that shit anymore. I know. It's because yeah. she's too overweight. <laughs> she was the bomb. Oh, bro. You can think that all your life. Camilla Bing, one of our sponsors right now. Uh, <laughs> O'Brien's and Camilla Bing. I don't think a, a porn star would want to She's straight out of the crack house. <laughs> all right, bro. Take us out on well, this uh, shit. Well, thanks, thanks everybody. Um, hit us up. Any questions or feedback at the BF Tangent. We're on Instagram and Twitter. And, um, one of these. Oh, and just quickly before we go, me and uh, Brento, we want to create a new intro for this. Yep. So if we, if you could reach out to us or uh, or we'll reach out, we're going to try to do it ourselves. But we were thinking of doing some sort of rap theme or an awesome with with some good beats in the background. Um, but yeah, something a bit different, even if it's a uh, collaboration of stuff, but nice and short, but really, um, yeah, just want to freshen it up a bit. If so. you've got mad musical skills and you want us to bring you down, please get in contact with us. Yeah. Boom. Well, yeah. So thanks everyone. We're the BF Tangent. Don't forget to tell your friends. Peace. With a tangent. With a tangent. We might be crude, we might be rude, we might even be lewd With a tangent, brr, 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 with a tangent, yeah Got Freed in his cock, Brent on his hemorrhoids With a tangent, brr, 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 with a tangent, yeah